I am saying with your mindset of acceptance, easy acceptance of things and patience and uh, how do you go out and challenge the status quo? Unless you are a little rebellious and uh, unless you are a little provocative, want to change things so that people can look at it in a different manner. How will you combine the two aspects of this? Um, so maybe so the two aspects of the of what people of the people who like the idea and the people who don't on your mind my the reason of the this entire uh, series of questions is a questioning mind has uh, has the ability to create new possibilities the answer yeah. or not the answer may be right or not but every wrong answer has one advantage that at least one path is closed. I know that this doesn't work. I have to try something else. So even a wrong answer is partially right in that sense. Ke it, has, it has helped you understand the potential of a different answer. So my question to you is, if you're growing further and this ability to accept and be calm and uh, patient with things, Vis-a-vis -vis trying to enter a field where you have to create a, a bit of a ruckus necessarily because unless you have something new and novel, people won't look at you or look at your offering. How do you reconcile these two things? So, um, I guess if I think about, sorry, I'm just thinking about it. Um, I don't... Do you want me to give you a particular example? Uh, yes, please. So, if you say, for example, you and your mom are going to a party and you've decided to wear something that is that is a little off track. Generally, what you don't do. So, it could mm -hmm. be a scarf or a, or a certain arm piece or anything at all. Something that you think looks good on you and you want to try it. It's a little wacky very unlike you. Fashion is about trying these things only. Right? Yeah. So you're doing this and your mother doesn't agree but you want to do this. Now there is a question whether you like it or not because you on normal days you agree with it. But here point of view, you would let go of a wonderful uh, opportunity to try a certain style. Now if you agree with her, you have let go of an opportunity to be a to make a fashion statement which is necessary if you want to become a fashion designer. So, at that point, what would Rhea do? Um, I would try, so, because usually, if there's only so much that someone can tell me that, especially for something like fashion, there's only so much someone can tell me that doesn't look good on you, I don't think you should wear that. Because at some point, I will realize myself that okay, yeah, she is right, this does not look good, um, I shouldn't wear this, um, I shouldn't have worn this. But it's all about trying it out and seeing how comfortable I am because maybe it may have been one particular thing I didn't like about it that I could change myself. That's exactly my question. But if you are going to do this 10 out of 10 times, how are you going to create a difference? You understand? There is a okay. There are there is Ria and there is Ria too. 
So there is yeah. Anna who agrees with everything that is being told to her, and she's sensible about things. Priya too is a little um, rebellious in nature, for want of a better term, uh, or rather more clear about how she wants to communicate through the fashion that she wants to create. Both of you are fashion designers. Now the second one has more of a chance to make a dent and do things her way because she perceives things, she has more clarity about it. The first one is ready to accept uh, contrarian views very quickly and is unable to make a dent because sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes it is necessary to make a point. Yeah. So my question to you is that, how do you then sustain yourself when you have a strong point of view or do you never have a strong point of view? I mean, sometimes I do have a strong point of view, but um, I do. I, I don't really question the point of view if, because a lot I've I've always come across a situation where I understand the other person's point of view better than mine. So I don't really try to make it seem as such a big more as such more of a deal because then I don't want to like argue with anyone or like make anyone else think that it's not I mean I would try to convince them that mine is also correct but I wouldn't want to over pressure them as I'm sure they wouldn't want to over pressure me into thinking that my their my point their point of view isn't is correct. Okay. Are you afraid of arguments and debates and discussions? Um I like some debates, but I don't really like arguments. Um, is there a sense of fear or uh, are you more comfortable with the peace itself? So you have kind of calculated and realized uh, there is no winning uh, when there is an argument, both lose. Is there any such um, responsibility? It just makes me think while I'm arguing with someone it just, I don't know, it just makes me get very overwhelmed, so I don't really like it, that's why. Overwhelmed in what sense? That I just get overwhelmed when, if, I, if someone is like, because a lot of the time when you argue with someone, sometimes they shout, and I don't like it when people shout, so it, I get very overwhelmed with something, and it gets a bit, mm, I get just really, uh, like, I feel like I'm cornered or something. Okay, but it's not a negative emotion in your head. It's more like you're making peace with it because you would rather be peaceful uh, than win the argument. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that you're losing the argument and that's why you want to let go and run away. Mm, I, I mean, some aspect of it is there, yes, but most of it is because I, I just think that yeah, I just want to make peace with it. I don't really want because it just it doesn't really help in any way. Okay, how do you uh, how do you make peace with yourself then? Um, until the other person is like um more like calm down or something, or until the other person is more is less like um like shout is less annoyed or just less shouting which I'm not shouting that much then it's like I am just thinking 
okay, well, um, what happened was it wasn't ne needed, but um, as long as it's just made the other person realize that um, we or like it's made me or realize that there are both different points of views. Because um, I don't really, I don't really want to start an argument. So if it's the other person starting an argument, I want them to know that there is two points of views to different situations. And just because I have a different point of view to them, doesn't mean that they, that, that they should, I'm not asking them to apologize or anything, but they just need, I, I feel like they would, I feel like that it should be better for them to understand that um, there are two points of views, but I can control that. Okay, so effectively you're saying there can be more than one point of view that could be right and we give it time and both parties will arrive at a solution at some point realizing that this one was right or the other one was right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, since uh, uh, this series or uh, this entire thing is under the values workshop, I have been trying to, this is a very different kind of conversation we've had where I have not directly pointed out at values, but uh, I would want to try and bring some stuff that came up. Uh, correct me if you think uh, my reading of what you said is wrong. So initially we uh, have kind of agreed that uh, questioning is good if one is uh, one is on uh, a path where one wants to know more, genuinely know more rather than just create situations where one is just talking for the heck of talking. Yeah. Uh, that is one thought that came up. Uh, the other one was there are different ways of questioning. There are questions which are useless, there are questions which are useful, and there are questions with possibilities that they could go either way. So that is something you pointed out. Uh, another thing that came out to me uh, with your answers was the sense of uh, patience that one should have even when there is a question which is big or small. You have to wait uh, because it's not necessary to get the answer at the same time that you've got the question. Yeah. Um, the other part is that uh, what matters, uh, and now I'm taking a behavioral uh, aspect that came out to me from the school example that you gave or from the examples with your mom that you gave that the ability to question should not presuppose that uh, the answer would be what we have al already thought it could be something else or sometimes the question may also not be perceived in a manner where how you are thinking it so in both cases you give it time um, for people to understand or try and convince others that this is what the question is about. Um, in that sense, basically you're allowing knowledge to self-develop for each character that includes you and the other person. Um, another thing that came up was with the example of your friend when you said that when you're very sure about certain thing being wrong, Absolutely. Yeah. Whether for because you although the example was that of a friend, but you the way you were categorical that I would try and stop it. I think uh, that would be true for yourself and true for anybody else as well. So you would uh, that means if the question is really important, you will go to any length to ensure that the answer is to your satisfaction, how much ever effort it takes. So. 
on that one, it depends on what or on the person. So if I um, it also depends whether if if I can understand, which I should, which I will eventually tell myself I need to understand whether this person is someone who I actually try and listen, and I, if I do try, they will listen to me. Where and I will won't waste my like what my efforts in trying to like stop them from doing this go to waste. Uh, rather than I wouldn't want to like try and stop them, but without knowing that they're the kind of person that just won't listen to people. Okay, so uh, here then I would want to put a very small question. Suppose it is something as bad as drugs or alcohol or some such big thing which is simply a no-no. Uh, yeah. In your age and in your thought process. Uh, at that point, would you not go all out and just stop it because it would harm them much more than any normal small? Uh... I would really try to. I would really try to stop them. But um, if they were someone who I knew, as I said before, if they were someone that I knew would listen to me and would say, "Okay, yeah, you're probably right. This isn't good." then I would just then I would like try my best to stop them whereas if I'm trying to tell this person as a different person you should not do this and if I eventually come to the realization that they won't listen I'll continue to try to tell them to stop um, doing what they're doing but I wouldn't take such a big effort into it because at the end of the day there's only so much you can do uh, yeah, which, is, which goes without saying, but you would give in your full effort at that point of time. So those, there are some questions where you would go beyond uh, the normal questioning bit. You would want to see that the outcome is exactly what you want as much as possible. Yeah. Because there is another person there. They may agree or not. That's a different point altogether. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came to me uh, was the was the fact that uh, uh, I want to clarify this if I've understood this correctly. Do you believe that this attitude that you have, which is more sedate and calm and collected, uh, is is an is a is a obstacle to uh, Questioning deeply, do you think it's an obstacle? Um, yeah, sometimes because it's sometimes I just really want like my outcome to be the correct one, and I do know sometimes that my outcome is the correct one. So I really have to try to not make a big fuss about it, or I really have to try to not tell the other person that. Um, or like I'm trying to shout because I don't want to start any arguments. Okay. Uh, I think there's been a good discussion so far and uh, we can perhaps end at this point. Uh, I, since you are going to be the first uh, episode of the new year, <laughs> so I want to wish you a happy new year. And that's why this lit up background today to get into the merry mood. Yeah. Have a very good year and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you as well. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.